All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious, chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more shopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant-quality goodness made with fresh, high-quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And you can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor Meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious, healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormeals.com bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right, you heard me. I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis.
This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're hopping back on, fresh off of vacation. And we're excited to be here. Yes. Um, We have a special little episode in the spirit of wanderlust. Since we did just come back from Mexico, Tulum. If you guys follow us on any social platforms and you see that we were out there having a good time. So we wanted to come back with a travel episode, right? Definitely. What do we have today? Today we have someone who goes by the name of Trinity. She has a website, Travel Trinity Thai. And basically on her website, she makes it possible for mm-hmm. you to explore places. I know a lot of times when we're looking online, um, Instagram especially, it might seem like travel is out of reach. Right. Also, when you're looking online, the prices may be a little intimidating. And if you work at conventional job it may seem like traveling might not be for you or maybe just unobtainable so we stumbled across trinity on instagram and we thought that she would be perfect to come on the podcast to let everyone know that you can travel if that's what you want to do so i'm going to give a little spiel on trinity let you know her background um and then she's going to jump in and she's going to answer a couple of questions so Trinity is a 27-year-old professional blogger and world traveler who resides in Washington, D.C. Since graduating college with a business degree, her insatiable appetite for exploring new places has grown and she's hooked. She has an obsession for finding awesome flight deals and wearing off-the-shoulder tops. Under her travel belt, she has 14 countries. Trinity is dedicated to influencing others to also travel by helping them understand that one does not have to compromise her career in order to see the world. One can travel and pursue destinations they are passionate about while working. During the day, she's an advisory consultant for an accounting firm. In her spare time, when she's not traveling and creating content for her website, she's staying active, volunteering, and finding new ways to maintain a healthy lifestyle. So, without further ado, Trinity... (laughs) Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yay. We're so glad that you could take time out of your busy, busy schedule, especially on a weekday, to come and chat with us and our girlfriend listeners. So we appreciate you. Thank you again. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. So um, we're going to just get going, start with our questions. And um, I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff that everybody wants to know. And this is going to help us, too, because... We want all the tea on um, how to travel. Before we get started, I know we gave your official bio. Do you have anything that you want to kind of just throw in there? Non-official, just a what's up, anything? Um, I think you guys kind of covered it all, um, other than subscribe to TravelTrinityPie.com yeah. um, to get any monthly updates or updates on flight deals and different blog posts. Um, but other than that, I think you guys kind of covered it. Yeah, and we're going to also throw that in for you guys. At the end, just in case you missed it or it's too quick, all of this will be in our details, show notes, and we'll leave all of Trinity's platforms so you guys can connect with her if you feel the need. So, Trinity, how did you start traveling? Like, did you grow up traveling? Give us the, the background, girlfriend. Okay. Um, I started kind of at a young age, um, not international traveling or anything big like that, but Growing up in Virginia, 
Um, my family and I have been with Disney World a few times, so I was on a plane in that airport, probably what, maybe eight, seven, seven years old. And from there, we did family reunions in South Carolina, world trips. So I was always kind of fascinated with maps and just kind of leaving my neighborhood or anything like that. Um, my first international trip was on a cruise. I was in high school at that time, and I was with family. Um, we went to Jamaica and Mexico. I didn't go to the same city you guys just came back from, and your pictures look awesome, oh, by the way. thanks, 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 thanks. So fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely, I went in high school to Mexico, Jamaica, and after I graduated college um, and started making my own money, I decided to kind of dedicate time and money to put aside to traveling and experiencing more cultures and different cities and countries. Wow, that's, that's cool. So... Um, when you say that, like, you were always in the airport, where I, me personally, I'm afraid of going on the plane. Brittany will tell you, honey. Yeah, she, um, oh my gosh, she almost gave me anxiety. And my I'm nerves, okay. my nerves were so bad, because I'm like, every, every minute of turbulence I felt, I'm like, this is the edge. Push me to the edge. We are fucking dead. I kept thinking, like, it's going to happen. This is how you, like, feel right before you die. Oh do you do you have those feelings of anxiety since you travel so much, or you just kind of, like, get on the no, plane? No, I don't. It's kind of a rush when I travel, um, especially flying. But the crazy thing is, I'm not big on roller coasters, but I don't mind flights. The so hell? It's, it's weird. And I'll, I'll get on a roller coaster, but that flight, baby, I'm like... I can't take this. My nerves are bad. My hands are sweating. I'm like, I hope the pilot isn't drinking. Is he sober, Jesus? I'm just like a wreck. I think I'm used to... Did you guys have a lot of turbulence um, going to Mexico? Coming back, we had a lot of turbulence going. It was pretty smooth, but coming back, there was a little rain, which caused some turbulence, but it wasn't It wasn't a lot at all, thankfully, because I know Germany would have jumped out the plane. But I think... <laughs> I think I'm accustomed to it because I had a background similar to you, Trinity. Like, we always, every summer we went on a family trip. Um, we're from California, and we went, to, we would go, like, to Florida, Atlanta, um, D.C. So I've been on the plane a lot, but we also took a lot of road trips, which I hate. Like, I don't like traveling by car, so I'm partial to planes for sure. And I don't know. I kind of get a rush too. And I, I fall asleep. I fall asleep easily in anything that's moving—a car, a boat, a train, a plane. I'm knocked out. And Germany's over there shivering. I'm wide awake. I told you, hey, you don't need to go to sleep. I need you up to talk to me, sis. I've I've been on a plane a few times, but it's not excessive. Where I just feel like it's second nature. Like, okay, we about to hop up, jet jet, jet set. set. No, I'm like nerves are bad. Get me on the ground. I need to make sure my family know I'm okay. I was texting my mom nonstop, so I admire you two for your calm ability to fly and not give a damn. Cause shit, I was on the edge. Some people probably never get over it, just because like you don't, you're a control freak and you don't have any control when None. you're on the plane. None. I should have told the pilot, scoot over, bruh. But you need to think like it's a higher possibility of you getting in a car accident than a plane accident, like. Listen, right. and you're in a car That's every true. single day. So. Once that plane goes down, baby, it's little to little no survival. That's what I'm concerned about. We're coming down hard, coming down quick. It's just a lot. I don't want to put the negative energy in the universe. Thanks. Because I plan to travel more, so I need to get over it. Okay, so I have. So once you got out of college, like, 
did you go straight into a career that allowed you like a large income to allot money towards traveling or were like how do you allot money towards traveling because I know a lot of times when we're fresh out of college traveling is the last thing on our mind when we're trying to secure the bag <laughs> right um a career that had a no um I, I feel like since I'm not an engineer or I, I went to school for business so when you come out of college you don't make that much money right. um so only maybe did one international trip that summer when I came out of college but it was more of honestly it was more kind of setting aside money um those everyday purchases kind of add up over time mm-hmm. but I think throughout the year I probably was cheap cheaper on things small things like you know instead of buying lunch every day maybe bringing my lunch um and at that point I live I still live with my mom so of course you know I don't have any big bills except student loans and maybe a car note right um so since I wasn't paying rent I definitely was able to to maybe make that one trip um but definitely if you ask yourself what you can do today to contribute to your overall travel budget um, and not buying coffee, maybe not doing brunch every weekend, mm-hmm. um, skipping that happy hour, because I, I just feel like you can probably do brunch two times in a weekend. I know I could do brunch twice if I had the money all the time right. for a day party. Right. You can easily spend right. money, especially on liquor. Liquor just costs so much and it just adds up. Yeah. And you can just look at a couple months go by and you realize how much money you spend every weekend. And you could have just put a little bit away each time to contribute to your travel funds. Right. That's very true. I agree. When I'm combing through my finances and see the money I spend on food on the weekends sometimes, I'm like, this was a trip. Yeah. Once you really get down to the nitty gritty, you can spend 300 plus dollars on food outside of groceries per month. Yeah. Just throwing money like Halloween candy. <laughs> Salt van the money. So... <clears throat> I have a question. I mean, I think that that's great advice because Brittany and I, when we were out, this is like a little sidebar from our trip. We had met this waiter and there were so many people who was who were relocating to Tulum from different places. And this waiter had recently moved down there from Argentina, Argentina for about four years. He had lived there and he said that although he what he makes is equivalent um he could live on his own on his salary, but he prefers to roommate and kind of sacrifice so that he's able to travel. And that kind of just opened my mind up like, wow, we spend so much money on so many little things. And the world is so big, so vast that we have to invest. You know, like we work so hard, we have to invest money to go see what's out there. Right. I guess that's the way I felt. So, no, I agree. You just have to kind of be creative and create your own way to save. Um, and before you know it, it kind of adds up. I even had a part-time job right out, right out of college, so that kind of helped as well. Well, that's good. So, do you think like if do you think that a person should allot like a percentage, like hey, five percent of my check goes to my travel budget for the year? Should it be like a tithe? You know, like <laughs> like hey, I'm pulling this aside um, travel budget. Is that what you crazy. do? Um, and I'm in finance. I do this all the time for work, but I definitely don't budget until like a month or two before my trip. Oh, wow. um, but if you're, I guess, looking for an overall big goal and it's like six months out before your trip, I just really would cut back on just small things. Even from, okay, you probably still don't have to get a pedicure, but <laughs> yeah. from, you know, getting your nails done every two weeks, maybe stretches of three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, just, it's just really small things that you can do 
every day that will add up. Um, yeah, I can't really think of a percentage that someone should save, but definitely, you know, if you want to travel, make it happen. Yeah. I think it's just based on your own individual. It's more subjective. You're just basically saying instead of blowing the cash on random stuff, think about the bigger picture to travel. Agree. So when you first started traveling, did you use a travel agent? Would you recommend a travel agent? Or do you think you can just plan a trip on your own? For people who aren't familiar with travel at all, this is people just diving into the traveling world. Right. Um... I think if you're the type of person who doesn't want to take time to do research or reach out to people and ask them questions, um, a travel agent is a perfect fit because they're able to provide you the resources. Um, it's kind of a one-stop shop. They're able to find the flight that you're looking for, the place that you're looking for, as well as activities to go along with the trip. Um, when I first started traveling, I believe my parents, um, we did use a travel agent, and then right out of college, I used um, Next Level Travel. And they usually plan group trips as well. We went to Jamaica. And a friend of mine, she has traveled with Kimmy. And that's another um, platform where she kind of specializes in custom trips. Where um, it's from group trips, girls trips, honeymoons. Um, I guess she probably could plan a vacation for you. Um, But yeah, I, I definitely would recommend a travel agency or just a travel consultant. That way you can kind of have all your money in one lump sum or you can pay in payments. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit easier for you and not so overwhelmed. Yeah, I love a, a good payment plan. We love a payment plan. Hey, payment plan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then it's not overwhelming. It's like, here, take my take my money in increments. Right. Don't want to do the Next full Next thing ups. you know, you want a trip. Right, right, yeah. So, right. Um, I know, I don't know if I could, but we know a lot of people are sore. One of our sorority sisters, um, Ashley, mm-hmm. she's traveled by herself, even though it's been to smaller states. I don't know if she's gone international, but we know people who travel solo, like take the plunge and just go on the solo dolo trip. Have you ever traveled solo? Do you recommend it? Will you in the future? What are your thoughts? Solo traveling. Um, I haven't traveled solo but I definitely do encourage it because I, I find a lot of people say they want to go places and their friends are not down or their friends don't have money, their family don't, they don't have money and they're really interested and eager to travel. So I, I definitely recommend it. Um, you know, more, they have more courage than I do because I just haven't traveled solo. The closest thing I ever did to solo traveling was 24 hours. It was literally by mistake because my <laughs> friends and I, we booked the wrong, we booked the same flight but it was for different days. Oh. So literally, we came in the day after each other. Like, it was three of us. I came in on a Thursday. Someone came in on a Friday and Saturday. But we didn't plan it at all. I would have been shook. Uh, <laughs> I was, because that's when we went to South Africa. And it was like, what, a 12-hour flight? No. So um, I was a bit nervous. But yeah, even like Molly from Insecure, I feel like she's been bothering Ether. She's been throwing out Morocco and hinting for international trip and Issa doesn't have it. Right. So you're you're our girl, Trinity. We love insecure. <laughs> the fact like, that you just threw that in. All here. these exotic places and Issa's like, girl, I gotta pay for my car. Right. I agree. I, I don't I don't have it, sis. Like <laughs> I can't go. I I feel you though, like on the solo traveling, even even if people do have it, sometimes people travel differently. Like one homegirl might be down to 
you know, get two beds to a room. One might need her own room, increasing the cost. One might have more expensive taste, wanting to do the five-star dinners. <laughs> One might want to do the local experience. It's kind of hard finding, well, it might not be that hard, but sometimes it can be hard to find someone on the exact same page as you that has the resources that's just ready to get up and go. Because you'll be in the group chat going back and forth, the next thing you know, there's no trip. No trip. Yeah, so. I agree. I don't right. think I would do the solo either, though. I, I, I'm I, not as nervous as Germany, but I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. So, another question. Airbnbs. Airbnb, are, they're becoming so popular. I think everybody defers to Airbnb now, whether you're doing a staycation, local. My coworker just went on her honeymoon, and they like airbnb in Dubai. So I know that Airbnb is all the rage. What are your thoughts, Airbnb or traditional hotel? What are you What are you recommending? Um, I'm recommending Airbnb. Usually, Ooh. when I travel internationally, um, I definitely, especially if I'm traveling with multiple people, mm-hmm. it's just cheaper if you just book an Airbnb. Um, and it, it allows you to have more space. It allows you to kind of get that standby travel consultant because I definitely use my Airbnb host. Like I ask them. What place do you go for dinner? Like, I'll, I'll use them. For, I'll ask them dinner, um, bars, nightlife, activities, things like that. Um, and overall, you can enjoy the culture at your fingertips because you're right there in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. But for hotels, hotels, depending on where you're going, hotels can be safer. So I would not hotels at all. Um, and if you have rewards, by all means, definitely use your hotel because it just ends up being cheaper yes that was good i'm not super savvy with airbnb so i didn't even know that you could do all of that i've never booked an airbnb i sound like ancient as hell <laughs> I, I i just i just downloaded it onto my phone because i thought i was gonna do like a staycation in san diego and i'm like hell yeah i'm getting an airbnb and then i got on i'm like how the fuck do i work this you're crazy i i like airbnb i actually went stayed in airbnb once for my birthday in Pasadena, you feel like you live in Lars because it was a mansion and there was a host as well. And he like told us all the restaurants to go to. It was a staycation, but I wasn't the familiar host... with that city. The host is the owner of the home or so, the apartment. So do they actually come by and give you info or you just text them like, hey host? It depends. Like sometimes the host is actually living in the home that you're staying in. They may be renting out rooms. Sometimes they give you the apartment or the home to yourself and they may just be there for an arrival or you're communicating with them back and forth via email, you know, but you can just pick their brain like, where do you go? What do you recommend? Next thing you know, you got the keys to the city. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to have to get savvy. I definitely recommend Airbnb for staycations because it's a good experience. I think San Diego would have been a good time. Going to get savvy. It's on my bucket list. Okay. Okay. So... I know you mentioned that um, sometimes you may not, you may budget like one to two months before your trip. Do you, how far in advance do you think one should plan for a trip or how far in advance do you plan for a trip? Is it like spur of the moment, I see a deal, let me grab it or is it a more calculated decision? Like next year I'm going to Morocco and uh, Spain. Like how do you, how do you move about with that? Um, I used to be more calculated when I first started traveling right out of college, and that's when I was using a travel consultant. But now, since 
there's so many flight deals, but the, the flight deals come for certain months. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of have, like, two weeks ago, I booked a flight deal for under 400 I think it was, like, 391 and barely under 400 to Greece. But the deal kind of only worked for next year. I didn't want to go in February. It's too cold. And it worked up all the way to May. So that's a long time from now. I'm not going until May 2018. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely would say four to six months is enough time for planning. So I'll probably start planning maybe in January or February. And also, just kind of want to see what time frame you're going um, to make sure. I know when I went to South Africa, we booked things maybe about a month in advance. But then when we went there, even to Cape Town, we were trying to do some tours things got canceled. So it's kind of give or take of what you can pay for before you arrive to the place that you're going to. But I definitely would maybe start planning four to six months before a trip. That's a good idea. Okay. I also saw um, one of your blogs that you talked about travel glitches. And I've seen those pop up, like, I think last year or maybe the year before that, there were, like, dirt cheap deals to Dubai and everybody went to Dubai. What are you, explain to the listeners, like, your thoughts on gravel, travel glitches and how you navigate with those. Like, do you have a kitty safe so when the glitch hits, you know, you already have the coin ready to pull the trigger or what? <laughs> um, sometimes I have the coin, but I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I definitely would use my credit card and just pay off my coins. Mm-hmm. Um, because you never know when the travel deal is going to hit. Right. Um, definitely there's more deals in December, January, so I know going into December, I'm definitely going to save or put aside some money or definitely just not overspend for Christmas because I know a deal may pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely kind of, it's kind of just, the word just kind of spreads like wildfire. Um, you will see a deal pop up maybe on Twitter or you're searching the internet and you'll see, oh wow, it's a great deal to Columbia for, you know, 275 but it's not until next May. Let me go ahead and put it in my group me chat. And then you'll see who else is down to go on the trip. And for me, usually I just need one person because I'm not brave enough to travel solo yet. Right. But usually there's enough people that are down to go the same time frame you're going. And you kind of make it out of a group trip. And that goes back to traveling solo. You could probably travel solo if you found maybe a group of people or other people that have kind of similar interests. And... I, I've seen relationship, relationships form through travel. Yeah. Like, they may not know someone, but they definitely want to travel, and they see, like, a group of people going, and they see, you know, maybe um, two people post on Instagram the same deal, and they end up buying the same deal for the same date, and they're just like, okay, well, let's plan an Airbnb together. Hmm. You know, when you say that, my coworkers do that a lot. Like, they're not all best besties, but there's a group of girls who specifically travel together. Like, when something comes up, they, they're, like, all going. And it's like, hey, we're going. We're making our trip to here. You know, so I see that that often where people might not necessarily, it might not be like your boom coon, you know, like, hey, girl, this is my bestie. Right. We rolling out. Right. But there's specific groups of people that they travel with. A couple of people who I'm associates with, um, they just recently went to Portugal, I think. And I was like, oh, it looks like you guys are having fun. And the girls were like, you should totally come with us next time. Mm. And I'm usually kind of like, eh. like, you know, if it's not <laughs> if it's not my set group of gal pals, right. then I'm like, oh, I'm not down. But I was like, sure, like I'd be open to it. I mean, it's just to travel and come back. It's not like I got to 
you know, be like, oh, we're breaking bread every week. Yeah, blood sisters. Right. So I was like, it's cool, you know. So I think that's a good idea. I'm going to try to also throw that on my bucket list. Yeah, I think that's good to have an open mind to travel groups as well because, like we mentioned earlier, your group of friends might not be down for the travel. And if waiting on them, you might not ever go anywhere. So that's that's good. I have a question. What is the rule of thumb when planning trips? Like, what is your for sure needs to be secured, um, have to do when you go on a trip? Like, for example, festivals, I don't want to go in a big group. So that's my rule of thumb. Like, I like, you know, a handful of people to make sure that the decisions are easily made. We can move from one show to the next. Like, do you have a rule of thumb when you travel? Um... So far, my rule of thumb is definitely keeping my flights under $400. Like, mm. sometimes there's flight bills, and I'm using using air quotes right now, and they're like $500. I don't personally think that's a deal, but if I can find a flight under $400, I try to book it, especially if it's a place that I'm interested in going or I haven't been. Um, I definitely try to use my PTO during holidays because you can maximize your days more. You have extra one or two days if you travel, like, on Fourth of July weekend, Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day, um, even Thanksgiving. That was kind of different for me last year. I didn't spend it with my family. I spent it with my two friends mm. um, in South Africa. But it worked out because I was able to maximize two of my PTO holidays from work instead of taking extra time off. That's a life hack. That's, that's pretty – I didn't even think about that. That's a good one. Right. Um, and definitely my final tip would be pace yourself. You can't pack all these activities in one day because you're just going to tire yourself out. Yeah. You're going to be exhausted. I've definitely done that before, and you almost need a vacation from your vacation because you're just going and going and going. You do. I totally agree. Um, piggybacking on that, what do you think is a – when you're traveling out of the country, like a good amount of days to go. I'm asking because we just got back from Mexico and we were only there for three days and we felt like it was not enough. We didn't go on any excursions or anything, but we just felt like we didn't have enough time to fully soak in the culture and just relax and, you know, like really soak it all in. Plus the two days of traveling to get there and get back. What do you think is like a good amount of time to spend when going out of the country? Um, I guess it really depends on how long it takes to get there. I've done, I think the longest was maybe eight nights, mm. um, but it was still, so maybe that was 10 days because you've got to account for the day getting there and day coming back. Mm-hmm. That was pretty long. And I think that was South Africa. Even when I went to Italy last month, I was there for a full week, but honestly, I didn't even feel like that was enough because there's just so much to see different cities um the different cities offer different things and i i don't really believe in going back to the same country twice but i definitely will go back to italy because there was just too much to see mm-hmm. yeah it's just too big that's a good one so we know you've been to 14 countries that is like crazy but you've been to 14 countries including the the international trips and here in the states what is your favorite place to visit like do you have a handful where you're like damn I really had a great time there 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 I would totally recommend everybody visit those places at least once um I would definitely say I want to go back to Johannesburg South Africa um Mm -hmm. that was easily my favorite trip 
it was last year in the fall. It was their summertime, so it was like the first week of summer. Their, the clubs, the nightlife was good. Just learning the, the history, going to the museum. Um, I enjoyed going to Soweto and kind of exploring that town. And the city was just full of street art, rooftops. Yeah, I just love the party scene there. So I definitely would go back to Johannesburg. Um, and then recently I went to Rome, um, Rome, Italy, and Amalfi Coast. Wasn't in Amalfi Coast long enough, so that's why I said I would definitely go back to Italy. Mm-hmm. But Rome, I definitely enjoyed. We were there for three days, I believe. Um, so I definitely enjoyed that. Um, had gelato multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, my summer diet went out the window. Definitely was eating pasta every day, drinking wine. Girl. Wow. So I definitely would go back there. I've been to Jamaica twice. And believe it or not, if I did a solo trip, I probably would go back to Jamaica. But maybe I stay, stay in a resort. I don't know if I'll do like Airbnb in Jamaica. You'll like do the a, Stella. Um, yeah. The Stella got a groove back on. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to um, play with you. But for U.S. cities, um, I guess you can always say Miami and New York. Hmm. Um, I definitely enjoyed those cities. I go to New York often, but Miami was definitely the spot for when I was in college, even after college, just kind of going once every summer. Mm-hmm. Only been to L.A. once. So I need to come back out there. Come on, girl. We waiting for you. We'll be your tour guide. We're we know here. LA. We know the spots. We're here. We're here. Good. Waiting. So now I know who to call. Yes. I come out there. Call us up. So um, we are going to have a little lightning round. We answered the more in-depth questions. But right now, we just want you, we're going to ask you one of two, and you just choose the one you would go with. Is that a good explanation? Yeah. Okay. So first one is... Okay. Vacation versus girlfriend getaway. Ooh. I'll, I'll say vacation. Ooh, okay. Wanna hang out with Bay. Second one is this is in regards to photos. On the trip upload or post trip upload? Now that I'm more calculated, so post <laughs> post trip upload. We okay. need to curate the photos. Okay. <laughs> So back to the photos, are we doing mobile camera or are we taking digital photos with the digital camera? Digital. Oh shit, I need to get a camera. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last one is tropical temperatures or hot or cold temperatures? Tropical. I'm not trying to be in the cold. I can get that on the East Coast all the time. Oh well, that okay. Okay, feeling it, right. feeling it, cause wow. that you know what the tropical weather in Mexico had my ass sweating. I was in a full sweat as soon as I walked out the door, like like sweat beads on the top of the lip. That's how hot. I, I think was. because we're not um, seasoned international trippers, we don't even think to see what is going to be the season in the country we're go- <laughs> we're going to. We just packed our packed shit and our go. shit and came. <laughs> Um, but we can definitely do more research. I didn't really mind it too much. It was hot, but the Bahamas was hotter. Oh, shit. To me. I can't. And you know what else I can't? I have to commend you, sis, for living on the East Coast because I went to, um, D.C. before and that wind, child, that hawk was on my ass. I was like, it is cold. I can't. It was freezing. It was October and it was like cold. I went in May and it was cold to me. I can't. Yeah. I can't. 
So you're doing a good and job. And then you, you guys have dry heat out there. We have like just it's just too humid over here. So yeah, the humidity the takes it to different. another level. That takes it to a whole another level. Yeah, it's just basic here. Like when it's eighty, it feels eighty. Yeah. You know, I, I ugh, shit. I need to step my game up. Godly. So make sure you um. CC us in your group me shit because we're trying to go on some trips. Add your girls in so we can. I have a question about the group me. Is the group me just like your friends or is it something that you've stumbled upon during your travels, your your website? How do you how did the group me come about? Um that's a hard question. I'm I'm in different group me chats and maybe it's just a DC thing, I'm not sure, but when that Dubai um glitch happened in two thousand December 2015, I saw one of my friends who posted it on Instagram saying she bought the flight deal. Of course, I bought it with my friends, but she was just like, if you want to be added to this group me chat and plan, you know, activities, housing, or whatever, just let me know. So I was like, add me to the group chat. Mm-hmm. And that group chat grew from easily 40 people. So I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a lot of people, but I'm still with my main friends. And, you know, we'll probably just go out to the club with them and do our own thing. Mm. We grew to like 150 people by the time the trip came around. Wow. So, of course, it's like everyone, everyone didn't know each other, but everyone had one friend that was already in the group chat. Mm-hmm. So it was easier to kind of plan um, nightlife activities, um, different brunch activities, um, touring and things like that. And you kind of just, we kind of just know when there's a flight deal comes, we put it in that group chat. Now, there's there's different ones I've seen for the East Coast. I usually have it on mute because I don't know anybody, but if I find out information, I may tell my other group chat or the people that are in my DC group chat. It's, I don't know, do they have any in LA where it's just like a group chat for different moves that are going in the city, in the city or brunch moves or something like that? It, it turns into like things that you do on the weekends and then if a flight deal drops, Someone just kind of puts the link in the group chat, and then that becomes like the topic of discussion. Girl, if they have that, we don't know. I know they have it. In, I know they have one of those in the Bay, um, the other part of California, because I'm from the Bay, and I have a friend who's like in a big group, and they have like a group chat like that. But if there's an LA one, unfortunately, <laughs> we're not a part of it. But that is a very good resource. We should start it. But you know what? I found the. I, I find that the. African-American community in the D.C. area is, like, way different than it is here. Um, Like, even when I went out there, like, during homecoming and, and, you know, I was really overwhelmed by the the black excellence. You feel me? Hashtag black excellence. I was like, whoa. So, I I don't know if that's going on here, but I just know that the difference in... um, I don't want to use the word solidarity like it's we fighting out there. Right. But, you know, the culture. Right. the culture is just way different. So if any of our listeners know about a group me here in L.A., add your girls. Add your girls because we don't know. We, we... I have but one more. If I see any flight deals that are coming from L.A., that's, that's the thing. Most of them lately been out of New York. I so know. people are willing to travel from, you know, D.C. Like, I'll drive up there. I'll catch a bus up there because, you know, that's, that's not that much money just to get to the airport in New York because you have to be flexible. Sometimes they don't really come out of your city. Um, a lot of times they're they're coming from New York or sometimes they make their flight deal out of Atlanta. I know a few people in the group chat, not everyone lives in D.C. Some people live in New York. Some people live in Atlanta. Mm. So I guess whatever closest city 
they can get the deal from the, the either travel to get there or I guess they'll just, you know, pay, bite the bullet and pay to fly to the city and then fly out of that city. That is true because I noticed, like, since we're on the other whole, completely other side of the country, it takes, it's like international prices to fly to New York from yeah. Los Angeles. Like, it's not fair. I hate whenever I'm booking a flight and I'm like, why am I spending $300 to go to New Orleans and people are spending $300 from New York to go to the Bahamas or, you right, know, like, right. not fair. So, I have one more question. Oh, this is random. <laughs> when you go on the trips with your girls, do you guys, like, coordinate ensembles or <laughs> do you just do your own thing? I love seeing the coordinated travel photos. It just gives me life, I swear. Um, you know what? Sometimes, but actually, I don't think we've done that in a while. Uh, my, my friends do that a lot. But I haven't done one since maybe two years ago. So I don't know. Maybe that'll be a goal for next year. Next year, everybody wear your white on Saturday. And look, so, that screams black excellence when you're in your all white on another country. <laughs> black excellence. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It just looks good for the photos. For the photo purpose. It's like we're here at Photo Makers, everybody. Right. Be prepared. Okay, here's one more random question, and then we're going to stop with the random questions. Um, have you ever purchased a, like, trip off Groupon? You know, Groupon has, like, all these kind of deals and stuff. Are, are we not feeling Groupon, or? Um, no, I, I love Groupon. Like, I'll book a massage any day off of Groupon. <laughs> um, but I haven't booked a vacation off of Groupon. Hmm. I, no, I haven't. Okay, so I guess I'm going to stay clear. I've done just hotels, but I haven't booked, like, a whole vacation. Because, you know, they'll have the all-inclusive or the flight times destination. So, I, I was just You just have curious. to have your full coin up front with Groupon. Usually, it's like 1500 Need 1500 now. Ain't no payment plan with the Groupon. Sometimes it's a little less. And that, that's the thing. That's also Airbnb. You have, to, you have to pay right up front versus a hotel. I don't know. I feel like you can pay or they charge your card when you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. usually. You might just have to pay for one night, and then when you get there, you pay the rest. Right. Give you time to accumulate the coin. Right. Okay, I see right. where we're going with this. All right, so do you have any additional questions for Trinity? No. No, okay. So I'm just going to keep stalking your Instagram <laughs> to see where you, where you go next. Your pictures give me life. Oh, yes. Oh, Thank sweet. you. So, Trinity, tell all of our listeners where they can find you, how to get some um, great information on some travel, get some inspiration. Give them all of your tea, girl. Okay. Um, if you're looking for daily flight deals and just tips on how to catch a flight deal and how to travel to the different countries I've been to, you definitely can check out TravelTrinityTie.com and subscribe. I'm on Instagram at TrinityTie, and that's where you can find me at. Perfect. And we will leave all of that in our descriptions. We're also going to post all of this information on Instagram and Twitter. So if you guys want to stalk Trinity's page, I'm sure she won't mind. Right? Right. And make sure you tell a friend. Tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl to subscribe to Trinity's blog and all of this information that she's giving you guys. Each one, teach one. Right. Right. Let's t take these trips. <laughs>
take these trips. Okay, Trinity, we're going to let you go. Thank you again for sitting in with us, girlfriend. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. We're back again. Get this thing on. <laughs> Well, we hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Trinity. I learned a lot. How about you, Germany? I learned a lot. Hashtag catch flights. Not feelings. Not feelings. But we wanted to come in and let y'all know you can't get out of rating <laughs> and reviewing and subscribing. I hope you guys don't think we let you off that easy. You couldn't have thought we, that. We provide content of value to you. You provide us with a rate and review. Rate and review. That was a wrap. It was. Come you put it in there, Issa. Issa be coming with the flows. Card. Okay, we're going to just let you guys know again. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on our social media platforms. The Black Girl Bravado Pod on Instagram and at the Black Girl with no I Bravado on Twitter. And we have a Facebook page. Y'all need to follow us on the Black Girl Bravado Pod on Facebook. On Facebook. We have some tea on there too. Some tea on there too. So we'll leave all of that down in the show notes as well as our girl Trinity's information so that if you guys want to reach out to her or are you ready to jet set, then you're able to. So we'll see you guys next time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.